Hello, and welcome to the Brookstock Podcast. My name is Ryan Kelleher, and today I'm lucky enough to be joined by George Smith. I wanted to start off today by wishing everyone a happy Thanksgiving and hope they had a good day with their uh, friends and family. George, thank you for taking time on your break to come and talk with me. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm George. I'm from Sam, New Hampshire. I'm 18 years old. I'm obviously, like I said, sixth form at the Brooks School, and I play basketball there. Uh, so can you tell me how you found out about Brooks and where you went before Brooks? So originally I attended Central Catholic High School in Lawrence, Massachusetts, but I pretty much found out about Brooks, which is kind of a funny story from uh, Coach McVay's dad, who we call McSenior. I used to do a couple of his clinics at the North Denver Youth Center when I was younger. Um, so I kind of knew about them and their basketball program through him, but then later down the line in high school, um, I kind of thought that it was necessary that I needed to find another place where I could be challenged, uh, both academically and athletically, and I need I think I needed another year of high school. So uh, prep year was definitely something I was looking to, and that's where I thought it works. So you won a ton of games at Central. Um, did you look at any other prep schools? I actually only looked at Brooks. I met with Coach McVay sometime in the fall while I was still at Central for my first junior year, and after meeting with him, I knew that was the place I wanted to be at. It just had like that feeling. Um, so I only applied to Brooks, and luckily enough, I got in. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about like, kind of what Brooks, what the opportunities it's provided you? Yeah, I mean, I would think for what I dreamed of playing at the next level in college wouldn't have been uh, able to happen without like the college counseling I had at Brooks. Got to thank Mrs. Moody and Mr. Campbell, uh, Ms. Brennan and Ms. Jackson for all the help they've kind of instilled in us as a senior class, especially in these crazy times. Um, also, I think just the basketball alone was really helpful in kind of where I was headed. Because the first week I was on campus, we had nine or ten Division One coaches watching us play, mm -hmm. and I just wasn't getting that at my other school. So I was super happy happy and grateful for that opportunity. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about how how the Brooks experience has compared to what you thought it would be like? So something that I definitely anticipated that was true was just all the kids there are definitely focused on getting better academically in their sports and their extracurriculars. And I think that's something that I wanted to be a part of because I know that would challenge me to be better in every aspect of my life. So that was something that when I first got on Brooks' campus, I anticipated and I saw and I noticed right away. So you're a senior now. Is that different than you thought it would be like when you first got here? There's definitely some aspects I thought were different. Like when I, before I went to a prep school, I always thought that it was a place where kids would just go uh, work on their grades. You know, uh, kids would get better studying, extra help, stuff like that. Kind of just focus on themselves, very individualistic. And I feel that at Brooks is just such a like feel of community. Uh -huh. Like we have so many programs, and like the peer advisor program where we can help kids who are struggling mentally or with anything at all. Um, I feel like you can approach any faculty or teacher um, on campus. I feel like there's just a good sense of finding friends and stuff like that. They just bring great opportunities for us to kind of join as a community, and I think that's really special at Brooks. Uh, yeah, me being in my first year, I would agree with that. Everyone is super nice, and the teachers all want you to succeed. Mm -hmm. So kind of transitioning, uh, COVID-19, how has that affected your Brooks experience this year? I, I think it hasn't really affected my experience because I think they've done a really good job with the kids that chose to board in the fall. But I think overall, like just our, my whole senior class isn't at Brooks. Mm -hmm. And I think 
that's definitely something that's hurt us as a school because we have to, you know, kind of have a little bit of people off campus that we have to um, kind of bring back onto the life at school, which is very difficult in a time like this without even having them be able to come um, on campus. So I think that's something that's definitely been different this year. Um, and as for basketball season, I feel like uh, we just usually right now we would still we've been practicing mm -hmm. like we would have normally done, but I think we would have been starting to plan out our season because we would have known our schedule, yeah. kind of got ready for the season, but we don't really know what what's going on, what's going to happen with the, with the ISL. Kind of they've been talking about it and kind of providing us information when they get it, but we really don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so someone who's new to Brooks is what would you say to them for like advice? I would say. Definitely get out of your comfort zone. Um, just because when I was at Central, I was very keep my head down, just do my schoolwork, play basketball, and I, was, I didn't really branch out. And mm -hmm. I feel like that was something that I definitely took for granted in a place like that. Um, and then when I got to Brooks, I made friends within the first week. Um, a couple of kids that were also new transfers. Um, I would say at my old school too, I only was really friends with the team. And I think I'm friends with a bunch of different uh, mm -hmm. people on campus, whether it be on the soccer team or the football team or the hockey team. I think that's something that's very different about Brooks um, that I really appreciate. And I think just the biggest thing with, is just being able to, you know, meet new people, kind of get your name out there and just uh, kind of separate yourself outside of your comfort zone. Uh, so what would you say separates Brooks from other schools? I know you kind of touched on advice, but is there anything that separates them from other schools that you've been to or seen? I think just obviously people come together really well as a community, but I think the campus itself really helps because I think we have a small school of student life. I think there can be positive things to that, but I think there's more positive just because you get to know everyone very quickly. Um, same with faculty. I feel like I know everyone on campus very well on a personal level. Um, and I think just like the size of the campus, the way it's spread out, the way it's laid out, I think it's just meant for a place for people to have a good time, really work on their schoolwork and just be able to be their best self. So you are a great student. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, what uh, your academic success has been like here? Uh, what's your favorite class and how was the workload compared to coming from Central Catholic? Yeah, so I've always been adamant about my grades. I feel like that comes first. Um, I feel like just being able to apply yourself to schoolwork just makes everything feel a lot more simple and easier. You don't have to stress so much outside of school when you know you didn't pass in something or you think you failed a test. So I really always worked really hard on my schoolwork and I, I'm very proud to say that I've done pretty well for myself. But um, yeah, I'd just say I've, been work I've worked really hard in everything I do, but especially in school, it's something that's very important to me and my family. Was there a lot more work, or was there more work than you expected coming from Central to Brooks? So, it was, it was interesting. Um, it, there really wasn't a change in the workload. Mm -hmm. It was more just time management. Because I feel at Brooks, we have a lot. Sometimes we have free blocks depending on our schedule, or um, we have our practices later in the day or earlier in the day. And I feel like at Central Catholic, every single day I had practice at 7 p.m. So I'd have from three to seven to do my homework. And I feel at Brooks, it was a lot more of a difficult adjustment because I had to find my own time mm -hmm. to do my work. But I think I started to find a routine that really works for me and. Um, then I was kind of just good ever since. So transitioning uh, back to basketball, uh, can you tell me a little bit about your career so far? Yeah, so I 
since I can remember, I played basketball, but I pretty much played everything like soccer and baseball, mm -hmm. uh, flag football. But um, I remember I first started playing organized basketball in the second grade, and I pretty much played all the sports every season up until eighth grade. Then I kind of gave up soccer and kind of just focused on basketball um, right as my freshman year began. You know, I kind of felt like that was my uh, number one sport going forward just because, especially watching like uh, March Madness, mm -hmm. uh, the NBA, stuff like that, those guys really just motivated me and that's the, the thing that I really wanted to do with the rest of my life going forward. So in March of this year, uh the head coach at Brooks, uh, John McVeigh, won his or 300th game. Uh, can you talk about uh, Coach McVeigh and kind of what he's done for you? First of all, that's an unbelievable stat. I, I mean, we play probably what, if we make the tournament for NEPSAC, probably 24 games a year. So the time he's done that, that's really impressive. Um, but uh, in, in, to, to the question, I feel that Coach McVeigh has been so much more than just a coach for me. I mean, mm -hmm. he's my advisor, and he's recently been my teacher this semester, but um, I just think he's challenged me in so many ways other than what I wanted and anticipated, and I think it was for the best. Like, in particular, I wanted to become a better basketball player coming here, just being challenged with other really good athletes on the team. And he just challenged me in other ways to be a leader, whether it's on the court, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's just on campus. Um, he's challenged me to be a better defender, which is something I never really wanted to even you know, grasp that idea. Mm -hmm. So I think he, along with the staff, I feel like Coach O.C., Coach Jones, and his dad, McSenior, have also been really adamant about my success and my progression and my growth, not as just a basketball player, but as a human being. Um, so you also play AAU basketball for Middlesex Magic. Uh, so they had two players in the bubble this year, uh, Duncan Robinson and Pat Connington. How does it feel to, like, play for a great organization like that? I mean, it's truly, it, it, I think guys that are in that program, we really harp down on just playing basketball the right way. And I think, especially for me, I'm, I've just, this, this past summer, I finished playing with the Middlesex Magic. Mm -hmm. But um, I think we just took it for granted because I already miss it. And I mean, it hasn't even been the full calendar year. And I just think the coaches there are just very good and they're very they're special at what they do mm -hmm. and I can't believe that they choose to coach AAU where it's kind of more of yeah. just a scrimmage put the ball down on the floor and play and we play with sets and we play um, kind of just the right way you know back cuts um, getting out around the floor mm -hmm. passing the ball sharing the ball and I think those guys Duncan Robinson and Pat Connaughton are special in their own way but I think just being able to play in that program yeah. really exploded them on the scene gave them those opportunities to play in the NBA. So now you're committed to UPenn. Uh, how does it feel just to be committed to such a great school, not only basketball-wise, but academically as well? I think it was just a perfect fit because kind of when I was in the recruiting process, my family and I really wanted to find a place that was perfect, not only for me as a basketball player, but I really wanted to get an education that could really set me up for the next 40 mm -hmm. years. Um, and I think UPenn does that for me. And I think there were just so many more things that checked off the boxes at that school, along with just that, being good academics and a good fit bas basketball-wise, that it was just a no-brainer. So you, uh, what has Brooks done to help it prepare you for this? Yeah, so like I said before, I feel like, I don't, like it's a prep school for a reason, and it feels like, it almost felt like a smaller college, like kind of a getting ready for the big thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just think that 
the way that we have to manage our time, you know, um, kind of find our ways to get our work done along with all the other things we're doing outside of the classroom, I think really just helps us prepare in that sense for college. And I also think just having advisors and our college counselors and stuff like that has just been really, really helpful in a sense that like we need to be ready. They're just preparing us for what's, what's to take place in college. And I think you really can't get that anywhere else other than a prep school like Brooks. So you had multiple D1 basketball scholarship offers. What made you decide on UPenn? So first, it was the education was really important for me and my parents. But also, I think they were one of the first schools to recruit me. And they kind of recruited me early in the process. Like right when I got on Brooks, they were kind of already there talking to me a bunch. Um, and I think just over those two years, I built a relationship with each assistant, Really, a really strong relationship. I even got to, which is kind of rare, is build a really strong relationship with the head coach. And I think I didn't really get that anywhere else, being able to like, and it almost felt like I haven't been a student there yet, but mm -hmm. I feel like I've already had like a, life, a lifelong relationship yeah. with those guys. So um, it's, it's just been a really cool opportunity, and I'm really blessed to have all these schools recruit me, and I just think that I'm very thankful that I finally got to find a school that fits me and that you know the, the stress is over. Uh, so kind of in closing here, for people to get to know you a little better, uh, what did you do for Thanksgiving? Um, had a nice meal with the family, just stayed mm -hmm. at home, you know, with COVID right now, we couldn't really have mm -hmm. our whole family over, so just immediate family, my parents, my brother, and my grandfather, so it was pretty nice. What's your favorite food on Thanksgiving? Um, I'd say in the actual meal portion, I really enjoy stuffing, but probably my favorite meal the whole day would probably be apple crisp. Uh, what's your favorite uh, food in the dining hall on campus? I feel like this is a popular opinion, but I have to go with the quick chicks. I think those are pretty good. Uh, what's the best dorm on campus, in your opinion, and why? Chase House. Um, for all my, my guys in Chase House, they know why. I mean, it's just a great group of kids. Mm -hmm. I think we all are very different in a good way, and it really just brings us all together. Um, and I think it's just a really nice dorm. It's one of the newer dorms on campus, and it's really we keep it really clean and dorm faculty are really nice um dorm parents are great too so i think it's just a win-win-win every area uh what's your favorite movie i'm gonna have to go with the dark night mm -hmm. uh what's the first thing you'll do on campus when there are less restrictions from covid um i think it might not necessarily be on campus but i think we used to me and my friends we used to always go off campus and get a bite mm -hmm. to eat every weekend just to kind of get a little free time off campus. And I think that's one of the first things that we would probably do when there's less restrictions. Uh, who's your favorite NBA player? This is a tough one. I'd probably have to say between Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Drew Holiday. Uh, do you have any role models? Yeah, I think my biggest role model is definitely my mom. And I think that's because just she's so positive and so loving in every, every single way of life. Every day she's always got a smile on her face. And I think I just want to bring that same positive energy to the, any room I'm in or any classroom, any, any aspects of life. I think she just always brings that loving and caring, you know, that mom, that mom hug, just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, what's your favorite Brooks memory, whether it be basketball or just on campus in general? I would say one night that was very special to me and kind of hit me deep in the heart was senior night. For our guys, they were all very emotional, and I was very close to all of them. So that was a really fun night to enjoy after the game. Um, and I think another 
very cool memory would just be I think just all all of like everything together mm -hmm. I think it's just been such a special time in my life and I'm very grateful to be uh, a Brooks student I, I really will never take this opportunity for granted because it's been such a special place in my heart so once again thank you for uh, coming off your break to come talk with me uh, thank you for listening to the Brooks Talk podcast my name is Ryan Kelleher bye for now <laughs>